Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, everybody. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us again, you guys. Uh, We're going to take a little journey to California this time and drink Alesmith Brewing Company from San Diego and, uh, you know, talk a little bit about holiday stuff. But before we do that, we're going to open Limeberry Twist, which I'll be honest, sounds like a malt beverage when you like read the name of it. I'm sort of like... I Let's when I picked it, it up, I was like, "Is this a malt beverage?" But it says it's a raspberry lime ghost ale, ghost so ale. we're gonna assume that means it's you know beer. <laughs> but I've been yeah, wrong before. I mean, they're not a <laughs> seltzer company, so I oh, mean, geez, I thank like, God. Yeah, so I feel like refreshing sour. It says this refreshingly sour and deliciously fruity beer. Specifically, says beer on the back. It says beer. So, <laughs> So I'm going to go with beer. Uh, Bright flavors of lime and sweetness of raspberry with a pinch of sea salt, which is weird. It's always weird to me when there's salt. but When there's salt in it? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we ate that chocolate bar that had licorice and salt in it? Oh, my God. I'll never forget. I I literally can't. I'll never be able to get that out of my head. I know. I still tell people it tasted like a chocolate bar with spider parts in it. Like, that's how I describe it. Which yeah, is no. not... that was overly sea salty. This no. I don't really taste the sea salt in it actually. So it it does taste like a ghost. It tastes like a beer. We're good. We're not seltzer. We're not malt. I oh. think we're beer. Yeah, for sure. Yes, this is very mm-hmm. beer like. This mm-hmm. is not. This a is malt safe. Beverage we're safe. Or a yeah. seltzer. Certainly no, not. No. No. This is good though. No, this is good. Nice this and is tart. A... Yeah. No. This is. I'm a fan of this. This is not. Yeah. <laughs> this is a beer. <laughs> Yeah, actually quite say. tart, but not surprising yeah. being that it's raspberry and lime. A combo yeah. like that would definitely mm-hmm. be a, a tartar, sweet, you know, fruity Oh, for sure. Raspberries, raspberries alone are tart for fruit. I know. You know, so. Yeah, I had to do lime. a double take because I thought yeah. it said strawberry on my can. I was like uh... turning it and then I was like, oh, strawberry, really? And then mm-hmm. gave it another turn and realized we got raspberry. And I was like, yes, that sounds yes more no, correct that, this is pretty good it's sour it's tart it's it's a ghost i mean it's it's pretty tasty yeah and this i'm is happy very refreshing it is, it is. yeah i, like I feel lot, like this actually. is a poolside beer which is kind of sad because we're drinking i know in November, we're starting you know? to get cold and i mean california might still be you know bordering well, san diego i think it's pretty much the same temperature every single day there i don't yeah really know. so i mean in california it's different than in chicago so i think you can sit we... at the pool pretty much whenever yeah. <laughs> unfortunately for us the midwest is that now ship has sailed, beginning yeah. winter so we are past the poolside beers yeah. however this would make for an excellent poolside beer i agree i'm a fan yeah so totally. 
Yeah, yeah we're kind it. of in that like, is it fall or is it winter middle ground <sighs> period yeah. where like during the day, you're like, I don't even need to wear long sleeves. And then you're like, let's get a fire going at night. And you're like, no, it's 30. It's too cold for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like all over the place. It's craziness. Like this morning when I was going outside, I was like, do I wear my winter coat or do I wear a hoodie? Right. Because throughout the day, it could go either way. And then it's like 62 when I had to yeah, run like errands. It's gorgeous like, now. Yeah. It's hoodie weather. But by tonight, when the sun goes down at like 430, it's going to be winter again. I know, so. right? This is not. It is. It gets dark so early. It's so dark. It's so, you know, it's funny. We went out of town this weekend. We were in Michigan and we had this whole conversation about going to one of those dark sky sanctuaries. Mm -hmm. There was one about 45 minutes away from where we were. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about going on Saturday night, but it wasn't like perfectly clear out. So it kind of was the reason we didn't go. But it was also like 35 degrees on oh. saturday night where we were which yeah. is way too cold to be just sitting outside <laughs> way too cold. um i don't care <laughs> Sorry, where you're but from no if you're yeah. smart you know that's too cold to just sit in it's one thing yeah. to be running around or walking yeah. through somewhere and doing it's cold. an activity it's, is different yeah it's but sitting a outside totally different 30, thing to mm-hmm. just sit no. in 30 no, degrees no, not doing that uh-uh. So, yeah, we were pretty much like, nah, you know, it's not totally clear and it's also pretty cold and mm-hmm. um, and just kind of like, you know, decided not to do it. Although we went to dinner early and it was about we went to dinner about 515, 530 and we were driving back from dinner. And mm-hmm. so it was probably like seven o'clock ish. Yeah. And I mean, it was pitch black. Yeah. I mean, not. And I know yeah. that's even late for that. I mean, it probably was pitch black it was at six thirty. Like yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just so crazy to think about it being seven p.m. when we visited Northern Michigan a few summers ago. It mm-hmm. didn't get dark up there until man, it was like nine thirty or ten o'clock at night. We were still waiting for pitch darkness yeah, for to darkness. be able to enjoy yeah. stargazing. And the other day, it's like oh it's 7 30 it's been dark for two hours <laughs> yeah i know my kids late since daylight savings and then we'll get back to ale smith and, and whatnot but, oh, but right. the other day my kids were like what time is it and it was literally five o'clock and the, my daughter's like it looks like bedtime outside and i was like yeah I know. yeah sure 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 it's bedtime but then yeah, in my head i'm like no because then you're gonna wake up at 4 a.m so we're not doing oh, that yeah but but it does look like it's bedtime at 5 30 now and i that then i don't want to be productive that's my other thing i totally I have like the seasonal thing like when it's dark i'm like yeah nope, i'm just gonna sit on the couch i don't feel like yeah. doing anything productive i have that problem really uh, bad it yeah. can, when it does roll to about 7 p.m where it's been dark yeah. for a little while mm-hmm. but i'm like in the evening like post dinner time or whatever yeah i am just like looking at the clock like is it bedtime yet like last night we got home from the weekend and i was wiped out i was so tired and i was just like how much longer do i have to be awake i want to go to sleep right now yeah no we messaged each other and we're like it's 9 30 it's bedtime i'll talk to you tomorrow yeah i remember (laughs) you know the original plan was recording yesterday evening and i messaged you earlier and i was just like so maybe a different day and yeah. you were like is everything tomorrow. all right and i'm like yeah everything's fine i'm just like super tired 
I feel like I've messaged at least three people this week and been like, life is exhausting. And everybody's Yeah. been like, yes. Like, everybody. Yeah, I don't know what Unanimous. it is right now. Normally, I don't you don't know. really start to feel that way. And this is sort of related. Normally, you're like Yeah. hardcore into holiday season before you kind of start to feel that Before you where get your kids the, are the, almost. the burnt out. Yeah. Yeah, where the kids are almost on break and you've kind of started to get a little burnt out with the school routine. And then like. You know, it's dark all the time and it's really cold and like maybe work is slowing down or speeding up depending on what your, you know, what your Mm -hmm. work Yeah. Mm -hmm. schedule Yeah, this is early really for looks the burnout. like. This is definitely This is early. early for the Yeah, burnout. I'm a little worried that we're mid-November and we're already like, is this almost <laughs> yeah. over? I know. I am too. All right. Let me talk <laughs> about Ailsmith and then we'll Tell get me back about to Ailsmith. the things that are exhausting. <laughs> So, all yeah. right. Our, our, our ghost here is made in San Diego, California, where it's much nicer Mm-hmm. out there. Um, this is actually a pretty old for craft brewery. It was actually founded in 1995. Oh. Um, so Ailsmith has been around for, for quite a while. It's not the same owners. Um, Skip, Virgilio, and Ted Newcomb actually started it back in 95. Skip is now with another brewery called Gravity Heights. But he sold uh, Ailsmith back in 2002 and went back to the mortgage business for like almost 20 years before Wow. getting back into the brewery owning business. Um, they've been highly rated for a very long time. They've got upwards of 18 different Great American Beer Fest medals, a World Beer Cup medal. Um, in 2008, they won Brewer of the Year from Great American Beer Fest. Like they're Nice. well-renowned um, in a variety of ways. But um, so the current owner... Peter Zian um, actually bought Alesmith in 2002. He, um, of course, was a home brewer, but prior to home brewing, he graduated from University of San Diego with a poli-sci degree in like the late 80s. He went to law school and then had a epiphany that that's not what he wanted to do with his life. <laughs> <laughs> I know that um, feeling. yep. So then he worked in kind of like finance for a bit and he started home brewing and he actually started volunteering at Alesmith Oh, back before okay. he even owned the place and wound up knowing a couple of people that worked there and when it went up for sale he was very interested in buying it so in 2002 he wound up buying it um he actually also is a grandmaster beer judge by the um beer certification so like he's he knows his stuff um he even when he was home brewing he'd won over 400 different homebrew awards through Whoa. the various different beers How old and is things this guy? Like 75? well he graduated in 86 <laughs> from college so he's uh, so yeah he's he's been a around little for a up while there. Okay. Yeah, so he's been around for a while, but he's he's well well he's <laughs> done well in in the beer industry. So, sure, yeah, I think um, that's fair to yeah, say. very very much. So, um, they started originally in just a single unit space in San Diego. In 2015, they wound up expanding into a hundred thousand square foot facility, which is only two blocks from their original, um, place. Fun fact, in 2015, uh, McCuller, actually the um, brewery out of Copenhagen that had done some collaborations, um, they took over their old space and made it into a tap room back in 2015. Most of McCuller's U.S. Um, places are now closed or since closed in the last couple of years. So that one closed last year, actually. Um, but they took over that. So anyways, they went into a bigger space. They're actually on Alesmith Court now. Okay. Um, Aww. and at the time in 2015, it, they had... It opened San Diego's largest tasting room, um, kid and dog friendly. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. so not surprising for uh, California. Um, 
So you'll see that there's an anvil on all these cans. Um, Uh-huh. and they in 2020 created Anvil of Hope. It's their charitable arm of Alesmith with the Oh. they have a mission to help at risk youth in the local community. So they do some outreach programs and raise money and things like that. So but that's if you look on their website, you can find Anvil of Hope. That's their charity that they started a couple of years That's ago. awesome. Yeah, Wow, so pretty kind of cool. stays in the same vein as our previous conversation when Yeah. we talked about charity. Yeah, That's awesome. exactly. So um, another fun fact. Uh, so in 2019, Cheese Smith was born because Peter Oh, decided my. not only was he going to make, he was going to homebrew beer back in the day, but he was making his own cheese. Oh, So man. they're actually the only licensed creamery that makes cheese in San Diego County in the back of the brewery. And they have fresh cheese available for sale that restocks every Thursday. So you can want beer Wow. and cheese all made in the same building. You can get it at Alesmith. <laughs> That's, you know, it's funny because when we went to Italy, we went to a cheese factory where they made Parmigiano Reggiano. Mm, oh yeah, And yeah. I remember walking through the place and thinking to myself, Mm -hmm. if this was a brewery in America, the FDA would have shut it down by now. <laughs> right, not not Because yeah, they're just, not the same process there's or just rule. like, you know, there was just some things that I had some concerns about. And, and I just was sort of like, wow, for... For being something that is like so specifically restricted in terms of like where it can be made and how it can be made and who can make it and all this stuff, there sure isn't a lot of oversight when it comes to, you know, sanitation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And yeah, it's a little different there, a little <laughs> different. yeah. So hearing that a brewery was like, let's make cheese, <laughs> I feel really good about that because mm -hmm. I feel like, oh, They that's follow. a good combo. <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah. probably worried about like, don't let the towel touch the floor and then you put it in with the cheese, Oh, definitely. Well, uh, and he, you know. uh, Peter had done an interview, which was interesting. He said that they had used some of the grains after they made beer and they were giving them to dairies to, for to Oh, feed yeah, their yeah. cows. And it's kind of all coming full circle because now they're Sure. making cheese. So like super cool. I would definitely Yeah. try beer and cheese just goes together perfectly. Yeah, that's So, brilliant. Yeah, that's a brilliant right. combo. Yeah. One I that thought we that have was, not yet encountered, which is kind I know. of, Very cool I feel like and this unique. is a business idea that I need to present Yeah. to somebody. Right? So, so that's cool. And then one more fun thing, <laughs> and then we'll talk about our topic and drink our next beer in a bit. But sure. um, so one other cool thing that is about Ale Smith, they're kind of like the unofficial beer of the San Diego Padres. And Okay. I'll explain. So back in 2014, when Tony Gwynn, he is a Hall of Fame Padre, they some people refer to him as Mr. Padre. Um, Okay. he wanted to make beer and he collaborated with Ale Smith and they went through and they talked about what you know he wanted it to taste like and all that stuff. Um, and they named it 394, which was his high season batting average. Um, Oh. for um, his rec it was record setting at the time. I don't That's know if pretty that's impressive, been passed, yeah. but it's pretty awesome. Um, and the beer was actually set to be released. 10 days after he passed away in 2014 Wow. so they reached out to his daughter and said what do we do, do we Right. do we release this do we not and his daughter was like no this was his dream of doing it you have to release it you know you have to keep his memory on um That's and awesome. so they actually make it and a variety of different um kind of a series of 394 beers and they've been doing it every year uh Awesome. they also have kind of a museum to tony Gwynn. at 
the tap room and they have over 350 different memorabilia items that you can walk through and it's not a pay thing it's just whenever the, the tap room's open you can walk through and see a bunch of different padre wow. memorabilia and they also donate some of the proceeds to Gwyn's nonprofit that also supported underprivileged youth in the San Diego community as well so um very much into community and giving back and those kind of things so it's a pretty cool brewery overall That's lots of pretty awesome fun yeah. things wow. about it yeah yeah that just yeah. kept going you were like they make <laughs> right? cheese and, and, and they give to charity and, and they've yeah. got this sweet connection to the padres that's so yeah. awesome so like, i was just yeah. like man there's lots of cool stuff about this place yeah. i was like oh that's cool oh that's cool oh yeah. yeah so yeah so definitely and they're not new like i said they've been around since 95 so they're past their 25 year um thing they went from i think they were only brewing like 400 barrels a year back in the 90s and they're up to almost 40,000 barrels wow. of beer now so like huge growth um and again it's it's good beer they've won a ton of awards and done well and been able to give back to the community so overall this is a really cool brewery to be able to support so that's awesome there's my spiel about asthma yeah thank you (laughs) for sharing all of that no problem (laughs) i'm so glad that we finally got around to alesmith so Mm -hmm. and this ghost is hitting the spot i'm not gonna lie oh this honestly right now this it's a six it's in the 60s today i feel like this is a good you know it's yeah. good for today. It feels warm out with the sun. Yes. <laughs> but I really I agree. I'm, I'm I'm enjoying this. So I definitely I'm I am liking it. So yeah. All right. Well let's uh talk about what's exhausting us and we're really gonna talk about the holidays. Yeah. The prospect now. of exhaustion. Yes. yes. <laughs> As I like to call it perhaps. <sighs> the I, I wrapped my first Christmas present last night. Oh my goodness. You know, to be <laughs> fair, I bought and I'll get into this when we get to kind of <laughs> gift ideas, but like yeah. I bought little bags for all the gifts that my kids want to give to mm. teachers that they want to give gifts oh, to. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. um I seriously contemplated combining those things last night because yeah. uh I had it all together. Like I have the gift and mm-hmm. I have um Dude, I think I'm gonna give the kid, you know. We so I was my like, oh parent- I could do this right yeah, now. We- I think I'm going to give my kids teachers Christmas presents them literally at parent teacher conferences, which is next week. Like I'm giving their Christmas presents at Thanksgiving just to get them out of my house. Oh yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Like they don't care when they get them. They're going to have 30 other kids giving them presents throughout December. Right. I'm just going to give them to them now because here's your Amazon gift card and your chocolate and your teacher mug and whatever else I got. Just take it now. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't need it in my basement. And you don't need 25 things coming on the same day. So I think I know, literally right? that's what I'm doing. Like, I have it already. So I might as well just be done with it. So yeah, I'm just going to cross really good things suggestion. off my list. Yeah. That's my plan. As that soon as I can lessen, get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, that could lessen yeah. the blow of the last couple weeks of December. So that's not a terrible idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, See, maybe I'll do you. that. Because it is that. ready. Yeah, it is totally ready to go. Um. Yeah. yeah. So I did almost wrap present. Start <laughs> wrapping. Um. I'm getting. I'm. I was like talking to you the other day about the idea yep. of this topic, and even though I haven't like put in order or or bought more gifts, I've mm-hmm. started to develop some more ideas for people. So I feel mm-hmm. a little better than good, I did good. even That's a few good. days ago. Yeah. But I'm way <laughs> behind where I wanted to be. But before we talk about gifts, let's like yes, we're yeah, going yeah. too fast. 
Let's for, talk for about a- some holiday <laughs> plans and then we'll kind of go back to the gift idea things. Cause I do have a couple yes. of things that I think are good in general for people. I have a couple of things mm-hmm. that I've kind of put on my own list for myself that I'm excited about the possibility. Yeah. Um, well, and my, my daughter told my husband yesterday that we can't talk about Christmas until Thanksgiving is passed because we have to respect she's one of those. the Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday. And I was like, Okay, fine. I just won't talk to you about it, but I'm still gonna get stuff wrapped and done. I know. But I'm she's sorry. like, we yeah. have to remember Thanksgiving. Where is our blow up turkey? And I'm like, it's in the crawl space. You can go get it. And she's like, oh, I will. And I'm like, okay. Right, like it was a threat. Go for it, girl. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. So we we do have to get through one holiday before we get to the other, contrary to what all of the retail stores would tell you. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, they're already in Christmas mode for the most part. Oh my uh, god, they've been in Christmas mode. Yeah, we. Uh, my husband has volunteered us to host Thanksgiving this year. Oh yes. So mm. There's that, which I understand to an extent because my mother recently had a mastectomy so she is in no condition to cook clean or do anything however i go there today and she's chopping potatoes and i'm like you're not supposed to move your arm the doctor is going to yell at you and she's like oh it's not moving much and i'm like how do you cut a potato without moving your arm you crazy lady are you magic like anyways my parents well we should have an episode about how our parents drive us crazy oh dude i mean we can't (laughs) so much material if we do that (laughs) we're gonna talk about it every week for all of eternity like it's it's Uh never gonna go away yes so yeah no i don't know about that but uh (laughs) thanksgiving we ordered you know normal people have turkey we ordered stone crab to be shipped overnight from key west so that's our thanksgiving yeah i love that though and I'm totally cool with it. So my my suggestion was actually just to order Chinese food, but I got vetoed. So we're we're doing other things. Yeah, but. you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. If it wasn't for my husband, <laughs> I would probably push really hard for us to just find a nice restaurant that has a Thanksgiving buffet. Dude, my godparents go to Jack Ibbins every year because you can we, either get a steak or turkey. Yes. We did that one year. My brother's they do it family every year now. Yeah, my brother's family <laughs> was out of town do. visiting my sister-in-law's family mm-hmm. in California, and we went to Jack Gibbons. It was my immediate family and my parents, mm-hmm. and it was about fifty-fifty. Like, like most of the people at the table ordered the turkey dinner. And then a couple mm-hmm. of us ordered just like steaks or whatever we wanted. Yeah. And like, it's funny because you mentioned like complaining about your parents for an episode. Mm-hmm. And my mom <laughs> has become that person that like is uh-huh. never really satisfied at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Like this was this was many. <laughs> this was a few years ago. So this wasn't mm-hmm. like more current. But uh, she was just like, your father ate too much of the turkey, and then they didn't give us more turkey until too late, and I was still hungry. <laughs> just like, oh. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't like my about that. <laughs> feelings on the matter are when you do like a family style type meal, there are times where restaurants seem to kind of short you a little bit on some stuff. And I think you just have them charge you for an extra person and bring extra or like, you know what I mean? Like part of me is sort of like, hey, bring, there's four people eating turkey, bring five people's worth and we'll pay for an extra person. Like I don't mind the extra 35 bucks or whatever. Not Uh, at all. Yeah. 
to have enough so that everybody mm-hmm. is satisfied. And if it means I have a gallon of stuffing because nobody ate that or whatever, fine. I don't, whatever. Yeah, I like okay. buffet as an idea because that way you just kind of get as much as you want of whatever you want, which is my yeah. favorite thing about holiday meals is that if I want to eat just turkey and gravy, then I'll just eat turkey and gravy. But like, yeah. yeah. So like, I like the idea of doing buffet. That's not going to happen this year. My entire mm-hmm. family, like my brother's family and my mother are, are all around. And so, uh, um, I'm sure we're going to do yeah. traditional Thanksgiving dinner, um, probably mm. at my brother's house because my husband has to work on Thanksgiving day because uh, that's necessary. Yeah. Might I add that my husband volunteered us to host, but is working the day before and won't get home until 8.30 on Thanksgiving. So I'm just just throwing that out there, too. We have have a lot of that. I get a lot of that (laughs) with holidays where, like, we're we're going to host the holiday, like Christmas Day, for example. Mm -hmm. Let's say, hypothetically, I was going to host Christmas Day. And I think, actually, this year I'm not going to. But there have been previous years where I have hosted Christmas day. Yeah. My husband works Christmas Eve and they right. close at like seven 30. Yeah. And so he gets home in the evening, but it's not like he's getting home early enough to like help not me help? do no. stuff. Yeah. And no. so then, you know, plus he worked probably every day that week up until that point. So he's like right. really burned yeah. out. And so mm-hmm. like I end up doing all of the cleaning and prep and then on the mm-hmm. actual day, usually end up doing the bulk of the cooking, whatever I'm responsible for preparing. Uh, mostly, I'm going to be honest, because I'm a perfectionist and I like things the way I like them. That's a lot of it. So to be fair to my husband, it's not like he's lazy. Sure. It's not that. It's that I want to have as much control as possible over as many things as possible. It's sort of like my pickiness. It all nah, It's all in it. the same you know, vein. Um, yep. But... Also, and I think I've mentioned this before, I do not clean up after meals at my house. I do not clean up. I do not do dishes. I do not put stuff away. I don't do that stuff because I did all the Because setup. you've already done all the things. Yeah, yep. no, I, did I get it. All yep. of the work to get us to the dinner table. So once we're at the dinner table, that is somebody else's job. I don't mm-hmm. even, there have been times where I literally not even cleared my own place. I just get mm-hmm. up and go pour a scotch and, and I'm sit done. down <laughs> and i'm just like you guys you guys you know and i just yeah, like pointed figure this out <laughs> somebody clean this up and honestly mm-hmm. like i just i don't do that i do everything else so i'm just Me, like yeah if, i'm not washing yeah. dishes <laughs> if somebody cooks and like cleans and cooks the prep stuff somebody else usually cleans yeah. up after like we've got and that's actually for all of our meals in our house like we've got a pretty yeah. good division of labor so it works out but yeah, we're yeah pretty good although honestly i think mike would probably say that he does a little more after dinner cleanup than i do mm-hmm. even on days where he makes dinner and he's not totally wrong yeah. there are times where like i'll come home from work and he was off and he'll make dinner mm-hmm. and i won't immediately go and start like cleaning everything he used to make dinner yeah. And he'll either jump in before me or Mm. kind of be doing it as he's finishing making dinner. Yeah. So he would actually, I would think, would probably say that I do a little less cleaning up um, even on a normal day. (laughs) But uh, I think it balances out. I'm not going to. We don't need to have that conversation. I think it balances out. It all balances out. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so that's our Thanksgiving, but then once Thanksgiving's done, I feel like we jump into, like, Christmas activities, festivities, parties, cookie baking, like, straight away, immediately, like, because we're going, actually, Brian and I are going downtown this Sunday after Thanksgiving to do, like, the walnut room and zoo lights and, like, Christmassy stuff, Um, and then, like, I feel like every weekend... There's something Christmassy going on, either a Christmas party or like an outing or just something like there's there's constantly stuff. And like a lot of it, there's also things that I want to do that we just can't fit in. Like I've never been to the botanical garden to see their lights and I totally want to do that. one. But haven't done it. Like we've done the zoo ones, but we've never done like the botanical garden, which is supposed to be really pretty. Um. So uh, maybe one year I'll add it to my list. <laughs> well, but. and you and I had some conversations about maybe doing a day in the city, doing some mm-hmm. activities with the kids that are like a little yeah. like kind of holiday theme, but really more just like a city day. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that would be awesome. I mean, we talked about going to maybe a particular restaurant that's going to have holiday theme. Yeah. You know, I saw somebody post and I think you said the same thing about that lodge at Fairmont where they're going to mm-hmm. decorate their lobby and they're going to have like fondue and s'mores yeah, and, s'more and it looks table and stuff. Yeah. And it looks yeah. cute and simple and honestly, really not that expensive. It's like 25 bucks a person. Yeah. Uh, which is it, it's pretty about average reasonable. for everything else. Yeah. yeah. Considering how expensive a normal meal is like and not to say it's like a big grand dinner worth of food, but, you know, probably good enough. And and yeah. it'll be festive. Um, mm-hmm. So something like that, I think, would be really cool. And, and like I said, you and I had talked about that. So I think that'll probably happen yeah. at some point, assuming nobody gets stuck with the plague for too long, yeah. uh, which no, is always a possibility. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. My birthday is mixed in there. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're probably yeah, going to... Yeah, that weekend, actually. Yeah, my, and my nephew and I share a birthday, so... In past years, we've always gone to Fogo de Chon. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, we went to Morton's. It was really good. Everybody had an awesome time, but I don't think we're going to make that a regular thing. The kids are like, mm. I don't want to say they're too young for me to spend that kind of money on them, but they're too young for me to spend that kind of yeah. money on them. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> it's a $75 ribeye. I'm just not going to buy one for my 12-year-old. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just no, not going to do I'm, it. <laughs> I agree. That's, yeah, not yet. And, <laughs> yeah, and like we we worked kind of efficiently between my brother's kids and mine to sort of like mm. split meals so like you know the two the two 12 year olds split like a steak and my yeah. youngest had like the chicken dish that my husband had gotten mm. like the steak and chicken gotcha. combo sort of thing yeah so you're so making like, it fit- yeah so they like sort of shared we shared some meals and they don't have like plate fees and stuff thankfully um yeah or anything like that <laughs> Um, so we tried to be efficient, although we also realized that my father, um, who was on the close side to passing away, had decided that this was going to be the last hurrah, I think, and ordered like Mm -hmm. every extra thing possible (laughs) on the menu. And like I said, I don't think any of us knew that was what was going on at the time, but he was like, I'm going to get a bowl of soup and I'm going to get a salad and we're going to get the oysters Rockefeller. And... (laughs) And we were all just like, what's <laughs> happening? Why are there all these things? Yeah, yeah. he just kind of ordered a lot of stuff. And we were just sort of like, what's, why is he doing that? 
<laughs> it all makes sense eventually. It yeah. does. And I'm really glad that he tried all. He had a wonderful time. Everybody had a good meal. Uh, it just yeah. turned out to be very, very expensive. So the conversation yeah. for this birthday is to possibly go to the Fogo de Chon in the city. I always push for that. I always want to go mm-hmm. to the one in Chicago because in my brain, that one's better. Um, uh, I think it might be, though. I, I don't know. I haven't be. been to that one in a while, but I definitely feel like there's a chance that it actually You know, is. <laughs> there's a bunch of Fogo de Chons in the Chicago land area, if you want to call yes. it that, which is Talks. what we yeah. in the Chicago land area call it. Um yeah. And I've eaten at the three in the suburbs a good number of times in the last 10 years. Okay. Yeah. And for the most part, they're all pretty even, like in terms of quality huh. and service and and, yeah. and stuff like that. I will say that I went to the one in Naperville only about a month or so ago when my friend Rachel oh. visited. And it was oh, actually yeah. really, really good. Like, oh, like okay. really good. Like, I was very impressed. I haven't um, been to that one since, like, a long time. Like, it's yeah. been a while. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of skewed my perspective a little. I was sort of like, oh, well, maybe the one in Naperville is still good. Because yeah. they just opened one in Oakbrook, and we've gone a couple of times. And I thought the service is, like, not good. Like, not good well, at I all. Think- that's part of it with those places is the service like it is a big i've had it it is it's a big part especially compared to like some other places that you're not constantly interacting with people that are bringing things like yeah yeah. i mean since they're walking around with food and you're kind of flagging people down for it the time right. that yeah. you spend like waiting on something you've asked for or just waiting to see something or mm-hmm. waiting for them to come back with something or is all of those things matter a lot more at a place like this than most restaurants. Yeah, agreed. So, you yeah. know, I mean, so when that... you go to Morton's and they take an extra five minutes to bring you your second glass of wine, eh, you know, yeah. you're probably mm-hmm. fine. But when, right. if you wait an extra five minutes for like every little thing at Fogo's, you're right. going to be there for three hours, and exactly because it's you might not part enjoy of your it. meal that you're waiting for. Yeah, yeah. So no, I definitely get that. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully yes. your birthday dinners are good. Yeah, yes. my um, my mother-in-law, which I think my husband f- didn't forget that it was her birthday, but her birthday is the beginning of December, and it's her seventieth this year. Oh, so boy. like, and I had to remind him like, hey this is a big one like we should probably do something you know yeah. like yeah. other than just like go out for pizza which is what we usually do so i was like do we want to invite her brothers do we want to do something and like i still don't know what we're doing or, right. <laughs> or if we're doing something but yeah. we do need to get on that because it's coming up pretty quickly because it's literally december 1st not even like the beginning it's the beginning beginning like wow yeah so we don't have a ton of time to figure out what the plan is so hopefully they'll coordinate that and figure it out but uh yeah so that's you know thanksgiving starts and then we have birthday and then uh yeah you guys have birthdays so that's uh yeah beginning of our month I know. And then I we shift over to Christmas Eve plans. I know we you and I have talked about this before. I think we've even talked about it on here. We're going to try to do the Feast of Seven Fishes this year on Christmas Eve, yeah. which I think has evolved into just seven things that come from the sea, not necessarily fish strictly, which I think, I think is that's good. Reasonable, yeah. I think. yeah. Because we we all have like like my brother makes like a I want 
to say it's a crawfish. It might be a shrimp dish. I think he's done both. So maybe I'm misremembering yeah. which one he makes more often in like a lemon butter pasta. That Ooh. sounds good. That like maybe the kids would eat if they didn't want to eat the shrimp or whatever. They could eat some pasta. So like, yeah, we're yeah. trying to like find some things like that. That maybe satisfy everyone without necessarily just making like seven different fish dishes. So um, yeah. I think we're going to succeed at that. And I'm kind of excited about it, but I'm also sort of like my house is going to smell like fish uh, for like yeah. two weeks after that. I don't know. And I'm super sensitive to smell. So we'll see. Yeah, I <laughs> feel might be like a one we, and done. We don't we haven't done the seven fishes in a long time, but we inevitably have at least four things from the sea no matter what yeah because we always do like baked clams calamari shrimp and like something else so like sure and like crab so we like automatically always have a bunch of seafood on christmas eve yeah by default so adding a couple more i feel like wouldn't even would be, be that pretty hard for easy us. for you like, i feel like i feel like the we only, could do that yeah i feel like the only requirement we have is we gotta probably make branzino because i oh, think that's like automatic yeah, we went to a Greek restaurant on Friday, and one of the guys ordered it, it was the special yeah. and ordered the Branzino, and they, you know, deboned it at the table and whatnot. Oh, and yeah. Had the little the face staring at us, you know. Yes, plate. exactly. <laughs> I mean, we got to add the fear factor in for the kids, yes. you know. Yeah. You got to no, have so something that, was... that looks at you while you Agreed. eat it. So, yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> so I think Branzino is probably required, and we might do these uh, fried dough things that my father used to make that had anchovies in them uh which was he called them bitta cheds which is not a real word and it's not (laughs) an italian word but that's what they called his word okay i've googled it to try to figure out a recipe i got nothing but i have looked up like calabria fried dough Mm -hmm. with anchovies and there's something i can't remember the name of it that is that that is not called that at all um (laughs) he made i think i'm gonna but i'm gonna follow that recipe i think and that should do it (laughs) so that's the that gets us to christmas uh you know i i kind of let's talk about gift ideas a little bit maybe Uh, um because i have some our kids are all uh our kids my kids don't like toys anymore this is our first year it's uh yeah, so we've got my son wants a bunch of um like sports jerseys and stuff oh, now. Man. So between like football and lacrosse, uh predominantly those two sports, but yeah, so we're like a lot of clothes. Uh-huh. Um he still likes some of the bigger Lego sets, but like the oh, ones that are like okay. 150 bucks. I know like, it's tough when he, you get to that point yeah. where they're like $200 and nobody's going to yeah. buy that for him for Christmas. <laughs> exactly so like that's the thing so he that's rough like he he only not that he only has to but like he does all the expert level ones so like he doesn't sure. even bother with the like kid ones but i'm like yeah. these are all so expensive so even though i put them on your christmas list like who's gonna buy them for you um i don't know yeah, yeah. exactly so there's that and then He's got an interesting list. He's got some he's he actually asked for some board games this year. So I was like, okay, nice. we can do that. He wants like clue type games, like murder mystery type things okay. that he's into. So Ooh, I got um, a good one. I got a good suggestion for you. It's called okay. Five Minute Mystery. 
Oh, okay. It is a mystery game that's literally five, you get five minutes to play it. Um, oh, okay. It's really fun. Um, we used to play this game called Five Minute Dungeon, and it's like a okay. card game, and everybody has a hand. And mm. in order to like defeat monsters and stuff like that, you have to play symbols that match symbols on the monster card, basically. And you just okay. have to do it. You have five minutes to get through the entire pile of monsters and beat the boss. Okay. And it's really fun, and it's it's great because it's really fast. Um, That's awesome. And they came okay. out with a variation of it called Five Minute Mystery, and it's not like the same idea it's like a completely different concept where you have five minutes to like study an image and then mm. you have a time limit to like identify things in it and match things up and like and like oh, cool. find clues and solve the puzzle basically okay it's really I'm gonna, fun i wrote it down I'm i was gonna, gonna say gonna five minute out. mystery it's really fun we got it a long time ago and only played it like a couple of times right away, but it's a great, like, we don't have a lot of time, but we want to play a game or, you know, even yeah. just one or two player, like, it's not, don't you don't need 10 people to play it. So, like, which cool. is nice. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I like the ones that are more flexible. That, yeah. yeah it's hard sure. to play a game that requires everyone, you know, when you got to, yeah. when you got to mm -hmm. have at least four players to something, you kind of get, it's, not yeah. impossible it's if just somebody doesn't to want to do it yeah agreed so but yeah so that's kind of what my youngest has like on his list my daughter is still into like arts and crafts stuff so she oh, can get cool. art type things but otherwise she wants purses and jewelry and shopping mm. and dresses and like girly Nothing. girl stuff <laughs> yeah and she's not really that girly so i mean but now she's like she's into purses and jewelry mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff and um yeah so her list is also not super exciting they both have some book series that they want so nice. that's fine and my daughter has a kindle so she can always get oh, like nice. you know that stuff so but they're like past the like i'm gonna go buy toys toy stage. totally yeah. past that we're yeah not really there either my youngest is kind of gotten into decorating his room so he wants uh, pokemon themed stuff okay so like he wants like a lamp and a mm -hmm. pillowcase you know like like yep. so that's kind of nice because you can just tell people pokemon decorations which is what yeah. i've sort of simplified the way that i've handled wish lists for my family and rather than just sending like an Amazon wish list, because I don't really, I use Amazon, I still do, but I'm kind of yeah. shying away from it a little bit. I created a wish list on a different website called Things to Get Me. And yeah. you can literally just put like, we need new kitchen towels. You just put kitchen towels and somebody could just yeah, and they can get, get them you wherever a set. The heck they want. And it yeah. doesn't have to be, yeah, and they don't have to buy the ones on Amazon. They can get the mm -hmm. eight pack at Costco if they want. And they can, you sure. know, and if you're not particular, if it's not like, oh, I need blue curtains, but they got to match the blue curtains I already have. Like, right, it's nothing yeah. like then that. they can get them from know, wherever. Yeah. You can be a little blue. less particular. Yeah. So I've started doing that. And I basically just put on his list, you know, Pokemon decorations are cool. He likes that. And then just some ideas, nice. you know, lamps or blankets or whatever. And all of that would be great. Yeah. Uh, even wall stickers, which we could, I could make it my job, but they probably sell yeah. sets of them for they totally cheap, sell that you know? stuff. And yeah. So, some, like, and that's an, I, yeah, that's an option for someone to get him too. Like exactly. my family's always like, What can we get the kids? And I'm like, I don't I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but... my, my oldest, on the other hand, 
is it's just like in a weird spot where like the only thing he really does is play video games kind of but he's like playing yeah, on a computer I... now and okay i, I will know. say there are some like playstation games that my son yeah. wants to he wants like the new madden and he wants yeah. like sports games he's into now which is sure. new and then like he was asking my husband about call of duty the other day and i was like <laughs> i mean he's nine like is this what this is what we're doing now like Fortnite's not exciting enough yeah, for you maybe anymore too cartoony want, for him or like, i think so i think it's too like yeah too cartoony and now he wants like and I was like, crap. And then I'm looking and I'm like, there's like 12 Call of Duties. I don't even understand which one like I'm supposed to look at. Because it wasn't anything I was ever into. And my husband stopped. It's not that he stopped. He just doesn't have time to play video games. So he just hasn't in forever. Right. So I'm like, I don't even know where to start with this. And like, there's a bunch of games that I'm like, we're at this weird stage with games and movies that were like, what is and isn't appropriate for the kids? That's like a really that's a podcast episode in and of itself, dude. Because we right? had that we were... whole conversation now that my kids like playing on the computer. My husband yeah. has his old computer set up for the kids to play on. Okay. And um and that that issue has come up where when you're playing on Steam, which is a ba- basically a database for video games on computer, um, yeah, you know, you, you can set up some restrictions, but if you allow your kids to play games like out in the open world, yeah, they're going to interact up with that risk. Yeah. adults, mm-hmm. with strangers. Yep. And there's always that possibility. And I like shot my kids real straight. Like I was like, listen. Oh, yeah. Someday you're going to jump in the chat and this guy is going to be like, hey, man, how's it going? And you're going to say, my mom yelled at me because I didn't take a shower. And that guy's going to go, mom suck, don't they? And then he's going to turn you against me. (laughs) Yeah. Or they're going to ask you questions or they're going to, you know, whatever. It's always going to be weird. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. And I was just like, you never know who they're going to interact with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so. You know, there's just like this. Like I said, this is a whole episode in itself. Oh, but sure. we are yeah. definitely reaching the point where we probably need to revisit that conversation because mm-hmm. those interactions and what's appropriate. You know, like yeah. you're saying, moving on, moving forward from a game like Fortnite into other like shooter games. Yeah, like, first what are you shooter. comfortable like, with? If you want to play nine, Assassin's Creed play? or Call of Duty, and you want to play online, like. You know, it's just, it's vastly different. And you're here only, my kid's in fourth grade. Like, and yeah. then my husband and I were, were talking last night, right before we went to bed. We're like, oh, well, we've moved on from the Halloween movies. Now we got to like, make our Christmas list movies to watch. And of course, you know, Die Hard was the first we thought of. Oh, and we were sure. like, it's definitely R-rated. But is it R-rated because of violence and obviously swear words? Or is there much like sex in it? And so I'm looking it up and there's like, there's like six seconds of boobs. Yes. And like, there's otherwise, like a lady, uh, like, runs out of the runs room. Runs past top. Because they're yeah. like having sex. Yes. In an office. And they get interrupted. We exactly. previewed this movie. <clears throat> now we okay. let our now 12 yeah. year old watch it last Christmas. Okay. He we were... watched Die Hard. Yeah. So okay. that's what we were, we were contemplating because I was like, first of all, my daughter can watch it because she's has them like so i mean but also like the conversation like at what point we were like well at some point we have to have conversations about sex with our children as well so like and frankly swear words don't bother me because they 
they they hear them they know and they yeah. know not to say them that piece doesn't even phase me at this point no. like well and even violence the violence yeah, that takes exactly. place in die hard is far less impactful than violence in pg-13 movies now yeah and agreed. like i mean yes people die in that movie um yeah. but i feel like for me i think the thing that i'm on the edge of whether or not i'm comfortable with my kids seeing it is the lead up to like sexual acts like how uh-huh. much agreed. how much time are we spending like on that and only because it's not like we haven't had any conversations especially with my older child but you know it's still it's still very intense it's still a whole experience that you're kind of exposing your kid to that maybe they haven't had any exposure to might be shocking so like so like i do think conversation probably has to take place you know i mean i will be the first person to tell you that everyone on the planet should watch the show ted lasso but there's a lot of sex in that show sex in that i I would love for my kids to see ted lasso because it's so uplifting and heartwarming beautiful that's like the one reason that i can't like everything (laughs) else i'm fine with but that is the only thing holding me back so much sex in it like yeah and I'm just not I ready for that. that. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Totally agree. That's literally the reason why. But yeah. So we're we're in this weird area with gifts and stuff. My oldest, the one who's autistic, like he's still into like little kid stuff, but also yeah. like he really enjoys looking at photos like of us of our family of places we've been like my mom makes a shutterfly album after most of our like family vacations and he will sit there and he'll pull those books out and he'll look through them over and over and over so like i told um one of my best friends like what do you want what what do the kids want and i was like honestly my oldest would love just a picture book of like all of our camping trips because we go camping with their family twice a year every year just get a bunch of pictures of the kids and our families of him and them and just make a shutterfly book like he would love that more than any toy of anything so like yeah so that's really good how do you feel about people that are like, like I've had a couple of family members that I'm going to be getting gifts for say mm-hmm. to me, I'm saving up for an expensive item. I'm just want money for Christmas. I say, let's just not exchange then. Like, I don't even <laughs> like to right? me, I I'm, I'd rather just be like, then don't buy me anything and put that money aside because yeah. if I'm going to give you money and right. then you're going to buy me something like, I feel like we like should we just not just do broke this. Even. Yeah. So yeah. let's just get together. That's a really good like, point. and so I propose not exchanging at all with the adults in my my side, oh, like my man. extended family, because I'm like, this is dumb. I don't want to do this. I don't want to buy you a gift card and then you give me a gift card and we just exchange forty bucks. Like, yeah, I'd rather just, just get together just like and taking in... cash out and putting yeah, it back in your exactly. wallet. Like, let's just enjoy each other's company and spend time together. I don't need us especially if you don't like if it's just that like if i see something and i'm like oh so and so will really love this love this then i will buy it but if i'm just buying either like gift cards or money or those things i've literally said to people like let's just not exchange then like i'd rather you take that money and put it aside and i you just won't buy me anything and i won't buy you anything that's a really good point that's an interesting suggestion because um you know you're re- you're totally right like i mean that's i tried making a suggestion 
years ago with my brother that rather mm-hmm. than having all the adults exchange gifts, we do that like not we Secret Santa where you like, yeah, but we you like did... pick one person and you get them like one big present rather than getting oh. all of the adults. We um, we did a grab bag, so we just oh, brought, cool. bought like forty or fifty bucks was the limit, and you just buy something that's generic, and it can be uh-huh. funny or it can be useful or it can be whatever. And what we did was we played a game. So everybody okay. gets a number, and they're all wrapped in the center of the table. And number one picks picks a gift, and they unwrap it. And then number two can either steal or pick a new oh. gift from the center. And you go nice. all the way around, and that's just what you wind up with. So it's like an activity. And that's a thing, cool. but you're not buying for every single person. So um, that's what we eventually implemented. And then we haven't gotten together for Christmas with my family in like years at this point. So, um, but yeah, yeah so we know I get that. Yeah. But Kara, I went through my list yesterday. I have to buy for 40 people for Christmas. Oh my goodness. I mean, my list <laughs> is not smaller this year than in any previous year. I'll say that. Yeah. In fact, it's probably bigger if you count teachers. Yes, because like and... my oldest is in middle school and wants yeah. to get presents for every single teacher well, so i buy my... a little yeah. it's just a little thing but i buy a little thing for like still... seven or eight teachers just for him well and the twins are like well libra- the library teacher and the music teacher and the gym teacher yes. and their teacher and the bus driver and like they all <laughs> they go to both different schools so oh, that's like geez, five that's people so bus drivers yeah and then my oldest goes to a different school too and then he is a teacher and he is an aide and then he has therapy and he has five therapists so like there's oh 10 people gosh, just for I him even think of the so, so <laughs> i'm like i'm literally like crap i have all these people and that's not even considering like i didn't even add in my like actual family to this list like oh <laughs> so yeah, right? i probably have more than 40 people to buy for which is why i start Christmas shopping yeah. in July because I'm like okay I'm gonna buy the therapist the bank account in November <laughs> right that's exactly it like if I started I now I wouldn't be able to afford it so that's why yeah. I start early and I'm like I'm just gonna buy stuff yeah. when I see it on sale and I think it's something especially for like teachers therapists yeah. those kind of things because I'm like I can make a little basket and I'm gonna throw in like a candle and a gift card and a thing of like you know, chapstick and whatever else. I buy the therapist socks because they often take their shoes off there at the center he goes to. So every year I buy them a set of like wool socks and like make a little basket out of them. So, all right, let's right. drink this while I continue yeah, talking about my good. millions. Rich chocolate coffee. Okay, Imperial Stout with coffee. All right, let's do this. I could use a pick-me-up at this point. Yeah, let's do it. Hmm. It's chocolatey. Wow, it is chocolatey. Kind of maybe toffee or caramel too in there, I feel like. I think toffee. I think you're hitting on... I, I think that's right, right? It tastes toffee, chocolate, and the coffee isn't overpowering. It definitely has it, but like I, I taste toffee in this a lot, actually. Yeah, hmm. yeah that's interesting. This is pretty good, though. It is pretty Puffy good. It's, is it's... on the list and caramel. Oh, I'm reading a description oh, on the can okay. right now, and they're both on the list. So you really nailed it, Lauren. <laughs> the toffee definitely jumps out at me, and it's very roasty. So I think mm-hmm. maybe that's why the toffee jumps out at me. But like uh-huh. coffee, that roasted malty flavor, 
but it's got a creamy mouthfeel to it. Like this is a good, it's a good blend of flavors. I feel like there's a lot going yeah. on, but it's like not one thing that's hugely overpowering the other. Yeah, which makes it very good because I think any mm -hmm. of those flavors, especially if one was amped up, would maybe give yeah. almost a like a bitterness or a, mm -hmm. a syrupy sweet or something like that. And that yeah. would make it kind of off-putting. But they balance the flavors really well in this. They this do. It, yeah, like, it's not super... Like, the coffee isn't overpowering and bitter. That toffee and chocolate, it's just a really well-balanced flavors, I think. This is really good. I am yeah. enjoying this quite a bit. Definitely. So, yeah, I'm going yeah. to have to do that. So... Oh yeah, so much, right. so many, so many things to think about. Yeah. So well, thank goodness we have beer to get oh, us through, right? Exactly. <laughs> this is this is my. It's like medicinal at this time of year. I know. <laughs> so, I know. Yes. Yes. We'll continue on with with our weekly, uh, weekly, biweekly drinking of the 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 medicine that we've got going on here and getting us <laughs> yes. through the holiday season <laughs> yes tune in next time for your bi-monthly dose of therapy you guys hopefully it helps I like it fantastic <laughs> well thank you this was fun yeah. we'll see you again soon all right bye everybody thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from parenting by the pint be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. Bye.